Welcome to the ABB Solutions Podcast. I'm Mike Murphy, speaking to you from Greenville, South Carolina. I have a new series on industrial electric motors. The topics I'll be speaking on come from a easy-to-follow motor fundamentals booklet called the Cowan Papers. Let's get started. Now, this first section is titled Glossary of Frequently Used Motor Terms. Several of these topics that I'll be going over you'll see on a motor nameplate. So I thought it would be good to just kind of cover these and explain what they mean. So let's start with amps, often called full load amps on a motor's nameplate. This is the amount of current the motor can be expected to draw under full load torque. Phase. Phase will indicate the type of power supply the motor is designed for. Uh, The two most popular phases that we see are single phase or three phase. Poles. These refer to the number of magnetic poles that appear in a motor once power is applied. Poles are always in pairs, so think like North Pole, South Pole. And sometimes you'll even hear folks in manufacturing speak toward poles. For example, 2, 4, 6, 8, and so forth. So if we're talking a 60 hertz motor, you can estimate the speed by knowing the number of poles. So, for example, a two-pole motor is typically around 3,600 RPM. A four-pole motor is 1,800 RPM. And a six-pole motor is 1,200 RPM. Uh, You can actually find the speed of a motor by dividing 7,200 by the number of poles in a 60 hertz motor. Service factor. Service factor shows the load a motor can handle above the rated horsepower. The most common service factor you'll see on a nameplate is uh, 1.15, which means the motor can handle 15% overload. So let's say a 10 horsepower motor with a 1.15 service factor can handle up to 11.5 horsepower of load. Most motor manufacturers now provide standard TEFC motors or toiling closed fan cool motors with 1.15 service factor. Synchronous speed. This is the speed at which the magnetic field within the motor is rotating. For example, a four-pole motor running at 60 hertz would have a magnetic field speed of 1800 RPM. That was synchronous, so let's talk slip. Slip is the difference between the synchronous speed and the full load speed of the motor. Slip is commonly referred to as a percentage. Many of the standard induction motors today will see full load slip anywhere between 2 and 5%. Motor design letters. So NEMA, or the National Electrical Manufacturers Association, they've defined four standard motor designs uh, using the letters A, B, C, and D. These letters refer to the shape of the motor's torque speed curve. So let's go through each. Design A is for applications that require high pull-out torques, like injection molding machines. Design B, that's the most common, they have relatively high starting torque with reasonable starting currents, and it's great for general applications, like applications in in the fan industry, HVAC, or lightly loaded conveyors. Design C offers high starting torque, and used on hard-to-start loads, like a fully loaded conveyor. And finally, Design D, is a so-called high slip motor with a high starting torque but it has a high slip RPM at full load torque. 
Now, Design D, they're normally used on low-speed applications. So think applications like cranes, hoists, and punch presses. All right, moving on. Uh, ambient temperature. The ambient temperature is the max safe room temperature the motor will be operating continuously in at full load. In most cases, the motor ambient temperature rating is 40 degrees C, or 104 degrees Fahrenheit. That's what you'll see on a motor nameplate. There may be other applications like boiler rooms that require motors with a higher ambient temperature, such as uh, 50 or even 60 degrees C. But for applications like that, make sure you contact your local motor supplier to make sure that your motor is correctly suited if you find that your application is in a hot environment. All right, time rating. Most motors are rated for continuous duty, meaning they operate at full load torque continuously without overheating. Some motors and applications like in waste disposal, hoists, or valve actuators have intermittent loads and those are rated for short-term duty and you'll see those in 5, 15, or 30-minute duty increments. I've said this already a few times, so torque, what is torque? Torque is the twisting force on a motor shaft. We all have opened that jar, right, so you understand you know, that, that breakaway torque. So torque is measured in foot-pounds or on smaller products, inch-pounds. And that's in the NEMA world, alright? So IEC they measure torque in newton meters. Torque is such a big topic with industrial electric motors, so I think we need to dive a bit further because there's a few different types of torque a motor sees. So starting torque is the amount of torque a motor produces when it is energized at full voltage to move the load. Sometimes this value is assigned as locked rotor torque. It's the amount of torque available when power is applied to break the load away and start accelerating up to base speed. That was starting torque. Next is pull out torque or breakdown torque. This is the maximum amount of torque that is available from the motor shaft when the motor is operating at full voltage and full speed. Pull up torque. Pull up torque is the lowest point on the torque speed curve when the motor is accelerating up to full load speed. Full load torque. Full load torque is the rated continuous torque that a motor can support without overheating within its time rating. The maximum torque required at any point is called peak torque. Peak torques are involved in applications like punch presses or other loads where an oscillating torque requirement occurs. A helpful visual aid to better understand these different types of torque is found on the speed torque curve and you can find those anywhere. This is widely used across all industries and really should be a part of your basic motor learning development. Major motor manufacturers will even provide motor performance data. One example is the Battle Reliance product information packet found with many motors through the online catalog. That was torque. Now let's talk load types. So the Cowan papers, they cover three main load types. They are constant horsepower, constant torque, and variable torque. Constant horsepower occurs where the torque requirement is reduced as the speed is increased. Applications include drill presses, lathes, and milling machines. Constant torque is a load type that occurs when the amount of torque needed to drive the machine is constant regardless of speed. The best example of a constant torque application would be a conveyor, a conveyor belt. And finally, variable torque. 
This type of load sees low torque at low speeds and increasing torque values as the speed increases. The best application to explain variable torque are uh, centrifugal pumps and fans. We will dive a bit deeper into these load types in future podcasts, so stay tuned. Efficiency. We've all heard that word lately, haven't we? Efficiency is the percentage of input power that is converted to work output from the motor shaft. These figures typically are stamped on a nameplate of most electric motors as a percentage. And our last topic in this section will be frame size. Motors come in various frame sizes to match the requirements of the application. In general, the frame size of a motor gets larger when the horsepower increases or when the speed decreases, so the motor has a way to dissipate the heat. To see a list of NEMA and IEC motor frame sizes, I suggest referring to the back pages of the Bowdoin Alliance 501 motor catalog. And then a deeper dive into motor frames, I recommend tuning in to another podcast titled Mystery of the Motor Frame Size, and we'll dive a lot deeper into those. All right, we'll pick back up with more motor topics in the next episode. But remember, if you'd like more information on industrial electric motors for any application, contact your local ABB sales representative or visit us at www.bowdoor.com. And please keep listening to our podcast series, the ABB Solutions Podcast, on your favorite browser. That's it for me. Thanks, everyone, and have a great rest of your day.